another episode of the Waffle Press Zone Cantina Hangouts, the Mandalorian retrospective series, where we go by episode to episode, planet to planet, on adventures with the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. I'm your host, Diego Crespo. Gene's not with me today. We're taking turns swapping uh, these, these last two episodes because of schedules and life and things like that. But that's okay, because... Much like the actual Mandalorian show, these are standalone episodes, so you can hop in and out whenever you'd like, and really not miss a beat. And uh, thankfully, I'm not here to talk about it by myself, though. I have two wonderful guests who uh, I've podcasted with many moons ago, and many times. Uh, first off, who's, I'm going to introduce Andy first. Andy Gomer, uh, my friend, how are you? I am doing good. I'm very tired. Uh, probably why Gene's not actually here because it's uh, what two in the morning, one in the morning for you. Oh yeah, it's it, it's, it's not great, but this is kind of the time we all settled on, and I was like, "Fuck it, let's do it." Yep, it <laughs> works for, for me. me. <laughs> Thanks for joining me. Also here is Mike Messina. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. It's it's early as fuck, and just I want to give you both a round of applause. For, for being troopers for this this time schedule uh so we're literally coming off like right at the end of the episode yeah uh we just watched it and the episode is oh hang on hang on <laughs> <laughs> the episode is called chapter six the prisoner it's directed again by rick famuyua who directed chapter two the child uh the first major appearance of baby yoda and there's not as much good Baby Yoda content these last two episodes, if I'm being honest. And I think it's breaking the show for me, among many other things. But we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> Andy and Mike, everyone knows how I feel about the show already, in that I keep trying to like it, and it keeps stopping me from that. But what do you guys think? Uh, Mike, what, what are your thoughts on The Mandalorian as a whole and this episode, just really briefly? Uh, yeah, I'm probably a lot less hard on it than you are. Uh, I'm definitely enjoying it, uh, having a good time with it. Um, yeah, I, I like it, but as time goes on, um, it, my passion for it has been waning just a tad, just because of the, some of the things that me and you have talked about, like we have the same idea of like the character isn't developing at all, really. Um, where it's just, you know, a lot of action going on that doesn't isn't really supported by character or background on the character the main character or the title character so that's basically what i want more of and if it continues this way this season it'll be fine but next season they need to step up that stuff yeah that's my thought right now that the first season kind of like well we're doing all these standalone things because one it's kind of a fun adventure serial throwback like star wars like was initially kind of plotted out to be uh, and, like, the individual plots these episodes kind of contain, like, I, I am so cool with it. Uh, mm-hmm. For uh, sure. Dave Filoni, who who um, has written and directed two episodes as well, and I think he's also written more episodes that we're going to see. Uh, he's obviously, like, referred to often as, like, the, the heir apparent to George Lucas, and I still have mixed feelings about that. Very talented writer, but, like, uh, on, on his work on Clone Wars specifically had a lot of standalone episodes and Clone Wars is generally pretty freaking spectacular. And some of the best Star Wars stuff like ever is in that show. 
uh, and it's totally worth like every viewing experience. Uh, it's not always a hundred, like knocking it out of the park, but it, it's, uh, it's very much worth everyone's time, I would say. And in here, it feels like the thing that's missing. And this might sound weird to a lot of people, but say what you will about the prequels. You know, like the individual personalities of the characters, like they're well defined enough to have sustained six, soon to be seven seasons of animated television. <laughs> and the Mandalorian, yeah. I, I just, I, I, I don't know, I don't know. So we start off this episode, uh, and the Mandalorian is just jumps right on in to another standalone uh, plot, which is actually pretty cool. It's a, it's a heist breakout episode that that turns into like a tight little thriller um with robots and cool aliens and right off the the fucking bat we get just like this all-star cast of character actors like mark boone jr bill burr bill fucking burr he's a, he's a kind of not kind of he's definitely a problematic fave he's a a little baby boomerish but fuck he's, he makes me laugh so i'm sorry about that um Clancy Brown who is also like kind of Star Wars royalty at this point uh and Natalia Tena from Harry Potter and Game of Thrones uh very talented actress who who kind of is not not the best in this episode uh but there's a lot of cool aliens appearing and the Mandalorian has to work with them to break someone out of a of a, a space prison that belongs to the New Republic so um about this plot it's a simple little premise uh which is what all these episodes are and it's just it allows the, the new directors to come on and really bring their own flair to things um andy what what are your thoughts on on rick famua as a director and off the bat would you say you preferred this episode to his previous episode uh, chapter two um i probably wouldn't prefer it to chapter two Er, you kind of put me on the spot there. Sorry. <laughs> um, try to think back on chapter two. Uh, actually, yeah, I think that I would just because this is more like of uh, this had more horror horror elements. Like we were talking about, like me and Mike uh, beforehand. Uh, a certain franchise was brought to mind when we were uh, watching, and uh, yeah, I could totally feel those vibes uh, that Mike had as well. Um, but that's probably why I would probably lean towards this one because it was more of a, like a creepy, you know, like he's stalking um, his prey type of vibe. And I am all for that. And it just the simplicity of the plot was really executed well. But, you know, you just wish that you had more background stuff on the character, but it was really good. Um, at showing his abilities, you know, when are we going to spoilers first or going through stuff? Yeah, yeah, this, this is always okay. a spoiler heavy one. Okay. Um, especially like right when they get on there and then they inter interact with like, I think six to eight, like, uh, super like armored droids, um, on the ship. Uh, basically he takes them all out by, him by himself while all the others are like, like hiding you know and it just shows like his ability and honestly shows his badass -dom. and it's worthy of the character that we've gotten so far and i just wanted to go deeper like we mentioned earlier but um it was just a well executed show of his abilities and added a really nice creepy factor 
yeah, uh, Mike, feel free to go ahead and just just uh, let everyone know what you compared this to franchise wise because uh, I I definitely yeah. didn't get the vibes that you guys got, but I really oh. like that you brought it up. Yeah, uh, we were talking about a little bit before we started recording uh, that this reminded me of Alien Resurrection a little bit. Um, and Andy agreed that it kind of reminded him of the and- Alien franchise as well. Um, no, I, just, I was just getting the vibes of it, like the way we were like just going through the hallways of the ship and um, like the thrillerness aspect of it, like you're just getting these thrills uh, here and there. Um, you know, whether you liked it or not, it was, that's kind of the way that it was put together. Um, so I thought this that was definitely interesting. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh-huh. yeah. Um, <laughs> we, they even mocked that in the episode. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, definitely a new aspect added to Star Wars. Was we haven't really seen something like this in Star Wars. So I definitely uh, appreciate like them just going for something like that in the series yeah and to be fair there are a lot of uh, great like horror elements in the clone wars like they would always do like mini arcs like mm-hmm. anywhere from two to four episodes mostly like three part arcs where they would like venture off to like anakin would go over here with his apprentice ahsoka and then like oh you think a problem's done it's like oh this you thought this was like a war plot line it's actually a horror movie plot line There's, like <laughs> space zombies and stuff there's like vampire witches um the clone wars is the shit <laughs> it's awesome uh, when, when that thing hits it hits well but like um yeah like live action this is pretty uh alien to the series um one thing to note that i find interesting like i was just looking uh, at my timeline on twitter before we started recording and Everyone I follow who's watched it, who stayed up and watched it, they're all like pretty much unanimously saying this is their favorite episode, that this is the best episode by far for everyone. Interesting. I, yeah, yeah, it's I interesting. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Uh, it's I'm finding that it's it's really the writing and like this the way the show uses its budget. Uh, towards the end, this thing. I, I was kind of clowning on it, like, in my notes. I was like, this still just looks like a fan film to me. Like, not in a bad way, because it was like, you know, fan films are, are, are well-directed sometimes, too. Like, just like any work of art, there's going to be some hits and there's going to be some misses. Uh, and then the ending shut me the fuck up because it was like, oh, there's a space battle. You can't do that. <laughs> so that's what I get. Um, but I, I I don't I don't know. There's still something that, that, that needs that's a little... Uh, leaves some stuff to be desired for me, I guess. Um, but what I really did like in this episode, uh, not only just Bill Burr, who I think, no disrespect to Pedro Pascal, who's a terrific actor, I think this show needed Bill Burr as the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> and just have him do like his stand-up routines in the middle of like action scenes, especially the controversial ones. Just really start pushing buttons and just have him... <laughs> Because you know what? That would be like a character trait for the Mandalorian. It would be something if he was just like a huge asshole who was like, yeah, my wife was telling me she doesn't like my whole vibe, you know? Like just <laughs> something. Well, here's a, uh, here's that'd a be question. way too much talking. <laughs> <laughs> here's a question. Um, I'm going to imagine that 
in the finale, like the uh, season finale, the Mandalorian's probably going to take his helmet off. Like that'll probably be the end, like in the last episode. Do you think that one? Do you guys agree with that? And then two, do you think after that it's going to be a lot lighter with like him, like like the rules of his helmet being on or off throughout the rest of the series will be a lot lighter, like a lot less strict on like when it's on and off. I don't think that they will this season. If they do, oh, really? it'd probably be second season. Um, okay. But I'm not sure exactly how it'd go from there. It could go, there could go multiple ways, but I don't. I think that'd be cool or better if they just left it on okay. and made that like a thing. Uh, hmm. I I think because like something happened in the Star Wars timeline where Mandalorians now no longer take their helmets off. Uh, Clone I feel Wars, like they, they do a plenty, and even Star Wars Rebels, which take place around the time of New Hope. I just feel like happens. it was that one tribe that you know, like certain tribes that take it this far, and that's and he's a part of one of them. I, I'm cool with that. Uh, yeah, the the, the world building in this show yeah. is so weird to me because every once in a while it's just like, like I really liked it in the first couple episodes where they're like, here's like this weird squid money from the Mon Calamari. And like yeah. I just totally buy into that stuff. It's like, oh yeah, they're squid people, so their money's like squishy. Like that's so like squishy. <laughs> yeah, it, it's so fucking cool to me. It's yeah, so the little noises it made whenever you hand it off to somebody. <laughs> yeah, all oh, is great. So nerdy and awesome. Uh, and then other times I'm like, I don't know why you're doing this. Like I just, it's telling us stuff about the world, but I don't understand why it's like a necessity. I guess I don't know. Um, I, I think the show is withholding too many of its cards. I bet there's even stuff like at play. You know, like we stop getting flashbacks of the Mandalorians, like mysterious backstory as like a foundling mm-hmm. uh, child or whatever, and someone rescued him. We we all think that's Yoda, right? That rescues him because that's during the Clone Wars. I've never thought about oh, that at I, all. That's not crossed my mind once. I never totally thought down that for that. Was. Okay. Whoa, down, so if Yoda like, rescued that him, thing. why would and Yoda? Then he has this attachment yeah. to Baby Yoda because no. it was Yoda who saved him, and he now that, he has. He was he was saved, and then he said that they, he was taken in by the Mandalorians. I would assume a Mandalorian took him in. Uh, well, I'm gonna push up my nerd cred glasses. If you follow the timeline of the Clone <laughs> Wars and the Civil War on Mandalore. Uh, he could have been dropped off uh, pre-Civil War when the the uh, the Death Watch, the notorious Mandalorian terrorist syndicate, um, <laughs> incited uh, global conflict with the Mandalorians. If he got adopted into the culture prior to that, it tracks. But that, again, that's just a theory. That's not even what this episode's about. This episode's about aliens shooting each other. <laughs> When are you gonna say when it was Django that saved him? <laughs> Django. Oh no. <laughs> Actually, no, no, no. Because I watched Aquaman like five times this year, so I'd be down for that. Because Tamora that, Morrison that be is an awesome actor. <laughs> that, that would be interesting too if they if they do decide to bring Boba Fett into it. So if it was Django who rescued him, and then he has to take on Boba, who's his son. <sighs> Why would you say that, Mike? 
because I've been so I've been so natural. I've been so adamantly against Boba Fett being in this show, but then you say some shit like that, and I'm like, fuck, that totally works. God <laughs> well, damn it. Th- that that was that wasn't him, right? At the end of last episode, like that was that was. Uh, I saw people saying that it's probably uh, Giancarlo Esposito's character, and not and probably not Boba Fett. Is that like what you guys think? I assume it's not. I I thought it was Boba Fett, but I, I've yeah. seen talk. I can't okay. find the interview, but someone said that Favreau said a while back that Boba Fett will not be in the show. But I, okay, I haven't well, seen. I mean, that interview. Maybe I just, I've, I've just missed yeah, it. I haven't seen that either. Like, oh, even Boba if you said that, that though, is like, dead. That, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Like, just let Boba Fett be like some nerd who got owned by Han Solo on an accident. Like, I don't know. That's such a funny death to me. Like, I never want someone to touch that. Every time someone touches that, I'm like, but it, I just like characters that feel like human, you know? And Han Solo was like the biggest idiot ever. That of course he was never gonna be able to take Boba Fett in a fist fight. So he just got lucky by turning around and, and knocking him into like a pit of eternal damnation that swallows <laughs> him for thousands. Like that's so funny to me. And I, I wish this show also had like that sense of humor about its characters. Like the stuff with Baby Yoda and the Mandalorian, like that's just objectively adorable. Like, of course that's so fucking cute and hilarious and charming. But like every other character in this show including the Mandalorian a lot, is always just like, wow, they're the best at what they do. They're so cool and awesome and everything's so serious and everyone's always the best and dark and mysterious. And it's just like, like I don't, I don't believe any of like the emotions they're selling because of it. Because <laughs> everyone has to be like just the best all the time. It's like if every character was Chris Pratt in Jurassic World. And I love Chris Pratt as an actor but like you know that that would be boring why would you do that i like i just don't get the writing of the characters on this show um and i don't get why they keep referencing stuff like that makes nerds mad in this episode but i love it so much uh i don't know if you guys caught this but bill burrow was like referencing canto Vite. he was bringing up Mm -hmm. the gungans i'm like yeah the gungans yeah yeah like the mm-hmm. the fan the fandom menace like hates this shit and here's Bill Burr just cracking jokes about it <laughs> that made me so happy yeah yeah, yeah he I mean I just think that they're just, just to rile it up they're just doing what they want you know which I think is good I, I I agree but like I feel like they need to be doing so much more like these things cost fifteen million dollars per episode and they don't even look as good as like the first season of Game of Thrones I'm just <laughs> kind of aghast. I think that everything looks good except for when um, you get characters with heavy prosthetics. Like that's the only thing that's fall that's faulting so far. Um, besides, like you know, character development of the title character. <laughs> yeah. So would would you apply that to the Trilex this episode? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. The 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 head tentacle hair thing. Um, I'm not totally sure how those work but like i that's not a complaint i just that's cool nerdy star wars stuff that i like it's like oh how does that work i don't know it's not real cool moving on um but they don't they don't look great like the the head tentacle hair looks a little too stilted you know yeah yeah it's interesting because it's like you know we we, we've seen them like in their uh 
animated versions, but then they, you know, and, you know they brought, obviously we had it in uh, Return of the Jedi as well, but, you know, that was, you know, that was what it was. And then we had them all throughout uh, the animated series. And of course, Hera is the most famous Twi'lek as far as like main characters go. Um, and, you know, a lot of people want her to be featured in one of the uh, one of the films in live action. And, you know, I've definitely been down for that. I think it'd be awesome because she's a great character. Uh, but I have always wondered like how like what she would look like translated into live action. And, you know, she's she's um, green and these were like a purplish blue color. Um, I don't know if it, it, it's just in, it'll be interesting, like to see how like they continue to show the tree likes if a lot of them will look different, um, like depending on like, I don't know. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Like, do you, do you think that they'll all kind of just look a little different as they go on? And they'll just say, like, you know, obviously that's just them perfecting it, but they'll just say, oh, they all look kind of different. Probably. Yeah, I, I, I'd i be cool with them, like, just always looking a little different, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like uh, my, my problems with the show are definitely more, like, um, on the creative side of things, not so much, like, a little presentation, like I was saying, but like uh, I'm cool with the aliens not looking like the best always, and so if they change up the look a yeah. little bit once in a while, like that's that's totally cool with me. Like mm-hmm. I grew up on Star Trek as much as Star Wars, so I I've seen some shit. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> I I have a question. Do you guys think that he'll ever be in a fight where he doesn't use the flamethrower? I hope <laughs> I I I want the flamethrower to like explode in his arm. <laughs> and just like like they'll never like blow his arm off or anything but you know what i'm saying no. like uh like if spider-man gets caught like with his web shooter and the villain right. like crushes the web shooter like that's that's kind of cool yeah. it's like oh no he can't use that now but what if, what if that probably happened yeah yeah what if his like arm gets like you just said blows up and then he has to get like you know a, a, like a prosthetic or something like that and he hates you know droids so much he'd be like motherfuck yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess they just dropped oh, wow. that in this episode that the Mandalorians like a racist. Well, they've been he's, saying he's that dead. since That's the beginning. Going on. Yeah, yeah. I totally, I totally missed it. I'm part That's of the been, problem. Like, he always okay, like in like, the first episode when he, like the guy. Yeah, they bring up a a droid like thing to take him and his first like guy to his ship. He's like no droids, and then he. That's when uh, what's his face comes in to drive him out on the ice, and it and then, every episode they bring it up. Yeah, like last episode when the droids were gonna go work on his ship, and he tells yep. her like, no, "No droids, like I don't want them near my ship." Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like, that's the most droids. consistent uh, character development we've gotten for the Mandalorian. And you didn't even catch it. being like, I feel like it's because in his past he had the droids that were uh, destroying his village. I, I imagine that's why, like, in the fa- flashbacks when he was a foundling, um, like, there's the blast going on around him, and they're going around just destroying the village with blasts everywhere. Oh, and yeah, yeah, I can see that. I thought is that these droids raided his village and, like, destroyed so much of what he loved, and that's maybe why. Or he's just a racist. I'm cool with either answer, honestly. I'm just shocked that that's like the most consistent thing about his character. What, what did you guys think about the X-Wings at the end and uh, Dave Filoni with his cameo? As one Dave of them. Filoni, Rick Famuyiwa, and I believe that was Deborah Chow. Yeah. 
Oh, was it? Okay, I didn't even I notice. So. Like, hey, hang quick. on, I'm, I'm gonna double check that really quick. Sorry about the typing. Oh yeah, that was Rick, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was Deborah Chow. So that, oh, that's awesome. cool. Like that, that's that made ridiculous. me happy because I knew for sure that that was Rick Famuyiwa and yeah, Dave Filoni, yeah. and I was just like, that's cool. Like I, I like that other filmmakers who worked on Star Wars get to cameo on other Star Wars stuff. You know, <laughs> like Gareth Edwards was in Last Jedi. Uh, right. Who was in so someone like someone else was in Solo and Rogue One. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. But th I just think that's cool. Ryan like, Johnson. Yeah. Ryan Johnson was in The Force Awakens, right? I don't remember. Yeah, he was he was like one of the guys who was like uh like sending the beam one of the beams out of the out of Star Killer. Like he I think. I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah. But um yeah, I just I'm just like, oh yeah, that's cool. Because like, you know, George Lucas made Star Wars to so like not just make like a modern fairy tale, but like to hang out with his filmmaker friends. So I'm like, yeah, that's cool. That's what Star Wars <laughs> should be. Just everyone just yeah, hanging yeah. out and having a good time. Yeah, especially, so, like, just something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even if I'm not in love with it, that's, like, an inherently cool thing about Star Wars. Just, like, everyone's like, let's just make some cool adventure shit in space <laughs> with laser swords and green babies. Speaking of, did you see the way they disrespected Baby Yoda? They by, just fucking the dropped him. The way they dropped him. <laughs> they dropped him and he, like, bounced on the floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is the disrespect? Like disrespect? That's just bad parenting. <laughs> it was just like the the ship like shook a little bit, and like baby Yoda like flew, like he just like started rolling. I was like, what is happening? Like hold on to him. I just start. I I laughed, but then I was like totally out. I was like, oh, I don't buy baby Yoda at all this episode because like he he looked really bad when they were just holding him. How like, did it was you just not, a still thing? How did you not love the fact that he basically does what every child does when they're younger and they like know Star Wars? It's like he's trying to use the force and then like when something happens, he looks at his hand like, whoa, did that work? <laughs> I <laughs> like that. That was great. When they like yeah. literally just that scene when they picked up Baby Yoda, I was like, this looks like American sniper baby bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I did really like that moment when he was like about to use the force and he was like whoa. He yeah. looks us and like what the fuck did I just do? <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's cute and then it brings up questions of like oh well how aware is Baby Yoda? You know like what well, at what point does right. do Baby Yoda start so. to develop into just regular Yodas? <laughs> Teen Yoda, right? What was that? How Teen Yoda? Teen Yoda. No, no, he, he has to be adolescent Yoda first. Uh, well, well, I mean, that's that for Groot. Yeah, that's what I was, we went, that's why I was we went from baby that. Groot to teen Groot. Yeah, <laughs> but there was a time jump. Yeah, like three months. So what? For Yoda, we're going to have to wait like two years, or like uh, 200 years. <laughs> Yoda's 50, right? So like, how long does he have to get until he like advances to where he's talking? Probably like 150, 250 years. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, that would be so funny. What if he's like Teen Yoda in 25 years? Like, say, in like, because 25 years from now is The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi time. So that means he, say, now in the present saga timeline, he's Teen Yoda. And then he joins up with Rey at the end. That's, that's the end. Uh, Maybe. That's 
I've decided that's the end of the rise of uh, rise of Skywalker. Ray and Baby Yoda. Are oh God. Like, Maybe he's like out done with the series like the week before uh, Rise of the Jedi or Rise of Skywalker, so that he can show up <laughs> as like older Yoda, as teen Yoda <laughs> in the yes. movie. <laughs> Please. Please. But he, he's just like yelling at the Mandalorian, You're not my dad. My dad, you are not. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny if in the background you just see the Mandalorian and then like a, a teen Yoda just screaming at him. <laughs> that? No, no, that. And then like another ship, like you know, in the trailers, like this isn't a big spoiler thing. It's in the trailers, like. Uh, with all the ships coming through, right? I, I want to see yeah. like Bill burn one of those ships and just like <laughs> cursing like a sailor. And then I know the rise of Skywalker will make me happy. That's all <laughs> that's all I want. I just I just want Bill Burr and everything Star Wars now. My, no, my problem is save. Notice how they showed them at the end, like almost kind of like hinting at the fact like we're gonna see them again. Like, because well, they're saving him for Rise of Skywalker. Well, I think that they the reason that they well ob, the re, obvious real reason why they showed him at the end is to prove that to show that he didn't kill them. He just that threw him too. in jail. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, because like it, while he's stalking him, you, you're like you don't see him finish anybody, and then you're just wondering like, did he actually kill them? And then it shows him obviously he only killed the droid. So obvious racist. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> he he let the, the the flesh people live, not the synthetics though. Yeah. Yeah. What an asshole. And then he um, let the X Wings kill the, the other guys. Yeah. Just like I don't get his sense of morality, <laughs> but Kill the droids, everyone else is fine to live. Zero <laughs> was about to Zero was about to try to take out Baby Yoda though, so he was protecting Baby Yoda. Oh, yeah, then he kills the droid. Again. Yeah, he's like, you do not touch my son. No, he didn't even <laughs> no. know. He just, go, he just like, was bloodthirsty for, like, <laughs> the sweet, sweet droid. robot blood. <laughs> Fuck baby this droid. Fly my, my uh, ship. Yeah. What would baby, I wonder what Baby Yoda would have done, actually, in that position. Like, would baby, baby Yoda have been able to protect himself in that moment, you think? You know what would have been awesome? If he just, like, if Baby Yoda, like, you know, like, just closes his eyes and then moves his hand. And then all of a sudden, like, Zero just, like, compounds into, like, a ball of metal. <laughs> and then just falls to the floor. And then the Mandalorian all of a sudden walks and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what? I, I actually thought that that's what was going to happen. I thought like, that was what was going to happen, too. <laughs> or at least, like, some variation of that. Because Baby Yoda lifted up a, a furry rhino in episode two. <laughs> <It was hard>. <laughs> Yeah, so like, yeah, that I I think that's that's totally like a valid like uh, theory for for some of these episodes. Just like Baby Yoda wilding out. Well, maybe that will happen because Baby Yoda is probably going to pick up this racism that the Mandalorian is giving him. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Plus, he almost got shot by. Yeah, he almost got killed by a by a. Uh, a droid, so now he's probably gonna hate them. Oh god, he's gonna be like droid lives matter not. <laughs> oh, no. I'm telling oh man, this this Mandalorian's a bad influence. Do not speak on Baby Yoda this way. Yo, no. baby Yoda needs to die because he's a racist now. No, yeah, baby Yoda, that's basically it. 
Baby Yoda does not condone racist behavior. Baby Yoda is He good. doesn't understand race, his own racist behaviors yet. He hasn't been taught. He has yeah. a, Baby Yoda innocent. Yeah, exactly. But he has his innocence is leading towards bad tendencies. Yeah, exactly. For it's his like, eight hundred you know, year life. It's like if if you have a kid of a not like from a a, a couple of Nazi sympathizers, like at a certain age, they're responsible for their going? own actions. I'm just this saying. Is, and this Baby is going Yoda in is an fifty years direction. old. Baby Yoda is older than everyone on this podcast. So I'm just saying. He's there an comes adult. a point where plausible deniability is no longer plausible. What does Baby Yoda look like for the first, like, 25 years of his life? Less of a racist, like, probably. No. Smaller <laughs> ears. <laughs> Do the ears get bigger? <laughs> well, I like to think <laughs> the ears are always huge. I like to think they're, that they're always the same size, yeah. and then your body yeah, just goes into like it. This is what we should be talking about, not this, not these <laughs> other things. But we should be talking about the ears on Baby Yoda. Like, I like to think the ears, they just, he just comes out with big ears. Like, just from, from the womb, just, like, the start of life, huge ears, tiny body, and he grows into the ears. No, Mike, his ears clearly are a direct correlation to his racism. <laughs> The bigger the racist, the bigger the ears. That works. No, no, no. My actual theory on the ears is that uh, Yodas need to trim them. That's messed up. They what? Have to, otherwise, they get too big. How do you trim ears? I don't know. It's Star Wars. Anything's possible. That's that's what I'm going on. Baby Yoda is a racist. That's my head. That's my headline. This is. And please then, don't do this. Please it, it don't. Needs, Yodas need to trim their ears, otherwise they'll grow too long. <laughs> Mike, to make you feel better, he'll he'll title it Mike doesn't believe me that he that baby Yoda's a racist. <laughs> no, it's gonna be one of those clickbait like thumbnails too. Baby Yoda racist? Exclamation <laughs> point question mark. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. It's either this or baby Yoda dying theories. Oh no. Awesome. Okay, anyways, we, we, should, we should start wrapping up because it's like fuck o'clock in the morning over here. We didn't even talk about the episodes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, like, okay. Wait, what do we want to talk about for this episode, Mike? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, There's really so like, not that much. He got hired get to, to go eat. get okay, he, he arrives. He took them, he yeah. took them da- down. He got the Twi'lek, took them back. And they thought they got the one one up on him. He ended up getting it on them. Called the New Republic fighters. Left. Gave Baby Yoda his little ball thing. The end. <laughs> that was yeah. so simplistic. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did like the the action scenes in this episode. Uh, they keep doing this weird thing though, like with all the coverage of like the characters moving around. Like, uh, the Twilight character, like, just did not work for me. Either of them, unfortunately. Uh, but the the one from Game of Thrones, Nat- Natalie Tennis character, where, like, she got separated from from Clancy Brown's alien character. And yeah. then, like, did, did they get lost at a certain point from one another? Because, like, no, one when... of those situations where, like, you could totally tell they had reused the same hallway a couple times. And I'm, I'm cool yeah. with that. I'm totally cool with that. But um, I, I wasn't sure, like, if they were getting lost or, like, 
if the Mandalorian was separating them somehow. The Mandalorian separated them because he was in that one in the control room. And when they were walking through, he had the door shut in between. There's four of them walking around. And he had the door shut in between them so that they were yeah, split yeah, up no, into no. two. Uh, he, yeah, he split up the, the group of four into two separate twos. Yeah. But then after that, when Clancy Brown was fighting him, oh, gotcha, I, yeah. I, I couldn't track when Natalia Tennis' character got separated and went off and did her own thing. Gotcha. Um, maybe that was just me. I don't know if you guys followed that better. I got well, what you mean, now. Well, they were like, you, you mean like when they, when like Bill Burr's character was like, are we going to go back and get your sister? And then his her brother was like, like, what about her? And he's like, nice family. No, he's talking about when, um, uh, no, okay, so they got separated because they were look. I would assume that they were both looking for him, and then the devil dude found him first, and that's when he took him out, and then that's why she was alone. Mm. Yeah, that actually. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also like that the devil dude just like, <laughs> of course the flamethrower does nothing to him. <laughs> yeah, see, that was fun. That that was a fun little bit of action right there. Yeah, I I wish it was more like more playful like that, like just the smirking, like his fucking grin, like coming through the flames and the smoke. I was like, that's like that's just cool shit right there. You know, that's fun. Um, and uh, I I don't care that he survived like two blast doors, like that. I actually <laughs> like that all the the villains survived. Like, oh, we'll get you next time. If it wasn't for you, Mandalorian, and your meddling Yoda kid. Like, like, I, I like that should that. be the title. Yeah, the Mandalorian and that meddling Yoda kid. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. That's just fun, like, swashbuckling stuff to me. Like, I'll get you next time. Yeah, uh, it's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> except for the, the, the other two dudes on the main station who get blown up later. They're, they're gone, I think. I don't think they're coming back from that. Yeah. Nah, for sure not. Yeah. Uh, anything else we need to talk about with this episode? Uh, we keep bringing up other threads, like uh, in the series. Like Mike brought up the, the the boots that we were theorizing was probably Boba Fett at the end of last episode. Uh, who the fuck? Carl Weathers is chasing him. Werner Herzog is chasing him, and that that's it. Like, I'm totally cool with the show not being, like, obsessively plot-driven, but it just keeps bringing stuff up and not, like, not, it's not interested in following through on them. And I feel like there's probably a better way to have kicked off this series if it didn't have so many balls hanging in the air, you know? The only thing that it's been 100% thorough on is his racism. Oh yep. no no no! We're not going back. <laughs> no, it's it's true. The, the Mandalorian is just a racist, and he's making right. Baby Yoda one too. <laughs> I can't speak on anyone else. I can just only speak on Baby Yoda since I know him. And now I'm joking. <laughs> Yo, you saw him in um, a basketball game with Laura Dern. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. You brought that up, yeah. Oh, she actually posted, um, uh, Rachel and I posted on our coffee account on Instagram. There's a photo of Laura Dern just from a few days ago. She has latte art with baby Yoda on it from like three days ago. 
Yeah. And she just she like posted it. I think it's on her actual Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I saw so that. the thing is, she knows who Baby Yoda is. Well, obviously. Yeah. She she just said that's all she's gonna say on the matter. Did you <laughs> did you see um that uh in an interview she was told that her bronchiosaurus died? Oh yeah, and she what? just was completely unprepared. And she was dead. She's like, if that's what? true, that's sad. <laughs> what do you mean? Who told? Like, how does that even? What? It was an interview for uh, Greta Gerwig's Little Women remake, and someone uh-huh. brought up that the Brachiosaurus died in Fallen Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And Laura Dern didn't oh. believe it at first, and then she like basically has like an emotional breakdown. Like Is she, that she's hers? playing it up, but you like know, the she's... one that the one that her and uh, Doctor Grant see at the beginning okay, of the first. Okay, we don't one. look. It's, we it's, don't need to talk about that. The Jurassic that... Park moment, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. Um, but the, but I know you're talking about that moment in uh the second Jurassic World, and it's like one yeah. of the saddest things I've ever. Well, that's why. Like, like uh, apparently, she didn't that was... know that that was the same di- the same dinosaur, and that's why the guy told her. <laughs> um, it, well, it's the same effect. It's the same CG yeah. effect that they right. just put. A, they just cast so it as a sad. shadow. I was so sad. That's poor dinosaur. Well, it's not that she didn't know it was it was hers. I don't think she saw the movie. You know, she's making <laughs> she she's working. You know, like she doesn't have time for other movies. She was filming. She was filming she just knows that it's garbage. Damon, give it a shot. Hey, hey, hey! She was, the second she was movie Star Wars. is awesome. Okay, that's yeah. not a true thing. It takes the finale <laughs> takes place in a Resident Evil mansion. That's that's objectively good. Anyways. <laughs> oh, you're a terrible person. No one's racist. In actually, no, that's probably not true. I saw. I was gonna say I will that. watch yeah. that movie to prove that wrong. <laughs> no, well, I mean, Chris Pratt stars. In it. Anyways, so let's let's finish up. Wait, the wait, 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 what? What? I want to know what you meant. By... Uh, oh no! Is there anything else to talk about with the oh, Mandalorian this, this episode? Um, if you haven't seen it, definitely go see it. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, the the question we're asking everyone week to week is, what do you think Baby Yoda eats? And uh, final poll, is Baby Yoda a racist? Um, Comment yes. below. <laughs> I'll put a poll out on Twitter. Yes, do that. <laughs> Mike, what does Baby Yoda eat? Uh, he eats frogs. Yeah, but what else? <laughs> Mike, um, don't you feel lizard. bad for the frogs that get eaten? They're alive. Yeah, he's killing younglings. <laughs> Anything, Mike? Too much fun. <laughs> okay. Mike cannot gonna... speak ill will of the baby Yoda. All right, Look, we're just going to leave that I, hanging. Like I said, it, I, I... I just... Baby Yoda is uh, is he is. Never mind, it's not good. I'm not oh, no, that. Baby Yoda's baby. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. I tried not to. Just, never mind. Yeah. No, he's baby. That's it. <laughs> Wait, have you guys noticed how that's caught on on Twitter lately? Yeah, it's just it's horrible thing? and obnoxious, and I love it. Where did that even come from? Is I that don't like know. probably Tumblr? It sounds Tumblr, like a Tumblr, Tumblr thing. Okay, I figured. I figured. Yeah. Okay. It might be, like, the last, like, breath 
that Tumblr is drawing into pop culture zeitgeist. Wait, what are you guys talking about? Well, it went from like, cause you guys, uh, you guys sent me like that Adam Driver one. Oh, I saw uh, that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. Where it shows like Luke over uh, Kylo Ren. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I got I'm baby. He's like, what? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I showed Rachel immediately, and she goes, "I'm uncomfy." Oh no! <laughs> it's weird if someone says it to you in real life. See, at least we're recording over like Skype. No, she read it. She, I was just like, "This is what Diego just sent me," and she goes, "Oh no." Yeah, but it was for the for the, the group chat's eyes only. It wasn't to be put out <laughs> into the world. <laughs> you got from Twitter. Wow. Yeah. What about everyone on Twitter who saw it? Well, I can't protect them. I, I, I'm not a Mandalorian. I can't. I can't. Not, everyone can't be my baby Yoda. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this is a disaster. The episode was was basically fine. I was I was probably a little hard on it, but I this show still I feel like it could be so much more. It than, should be than what it is. Uh, there's yeah. no reason why why it can't stand alongside um, the movies and. I'd say I probably like it about as much as like the worst parts of Solo, but actually, no, no, that's not true. I like I like Solo more. Um, I was trying to end on a positive note, so I'll just toss it back to you two. Good luck. Um, well, I just want okay. So I, I like the episode, but it sounds like you know you like a little less. What? What would you say is better? Sorry. This. this, this. <laughs> you, you, you were like, like it sounds like you like it a little less. <laughs> Which one would you say is better, the epi- this episode of The Mandalorian or this episode of your podcast? Uh oh man, no, I'm having a blast with you guys. So this episode <laughs> of my podcast. Well, 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 it's not it's not our enjoyment, it's the listeners' enjoyment that normally rates it. Oh, like, I don't know, I can't, I can't control that aspect of the show. Ask every director like how much they like their movie, you probably get a different opinion than the audience. Oh yeah, like that. That's why I can't. I, if I ever meet David Fincher, I cannot bring up how much I love Alien Three. Like, <laughs> so, like that would just be rude. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, you're that not wrong. Yeah. I don't mean. Does your audience even know? Of- oh yeah, no. Everyone knows I love Alien Three. But they know the meat. Like they know the meme. I mean. If, the, the if, thing if they're is, listening not, to me for this like, long, they, they know. It's not a meme on your show, is it? <laughs> Probably, like, it's, like, genuine. But, like, in the past, anyway, yeah. Yeah, no, no, hashtag Alien 3, always. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Alien 3. Yeah. Uh, this this show is not as good as Alien 3. Um, <laughs> but but Mike and Andy are very good. So, closing thoughts. Let's, let's end this train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, watch the Mandalorian because it's better than Solo, despite what uh, Diego's saying. Um, I love Baby Yoda. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Why, He's just a future racist, Mike. I know. Uh, Come on, you're better than that. Mike, you're supporting a future racist. (laughs) Oh no! 
We must protect him against anything like this happening to him. You're going to protect a, 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 a racist time bomb? No. no. <laughs> this, is awful. this is so awful. So we're going to call out anytime anything like that goes on in front of Baby Yoda. And Baby Yoda will be like, you know, he. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. <laughs> Why don't you guys I, let people know where they can find you online? Uh, Mike, let's get you out of here first because I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I put you through that. No, just I don't want anybody to know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. I'll, I'll link down below. <laughs> uh, Andy? You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at the Talking Cam. And you can follow me at twitter.com at the Diego Crespo and the Waffle Press on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Patreon, where you can donate to the show and just help us help us make it through the galaxy on a daily basis. Let it help us uh, stop Baby Yoda's racist indoctrination from his terrible father figure. Um, <laughs> who is also a racist and uh yeah yeah check out the rest of the mandalorian episodes get ready for the rise of skywalker there we're 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 crunch time with the mandalorian recording like the day before that comes out so fucking thanks disney for that that release schedule and uh yeah thanks for listening thanks for watching be nice to each other out there It's, it's just star wars guys like Holy shit, it's just Star Wars. There's wizards and oh, laser yeah. swords. Yeah, there okay. is a lot and racist life. little green babies. And racist oh yeah, kill kill the racist little green babies though. Okay, oh. good night everyone. Be good to each other. Alien three. <laughs>